Grab a six pack, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast podcast podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast podcast podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Joe Dasher's podcast podcast Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 231 of the Drunk Dashers Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Tyler. And join me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Oh, Tyler, I am doing fine. Just trying to have a little bit of a relaxing night without any more occurrences happening. But, uh, you know, what? other than that, though, it's like, week was pretty busy. Thursday night was pretty fun. But, uh, yeah, I'm just ready for the, just ready for that good old R&R time. <laughs> oh, yeah. How about you? Always good. Oh, man, I'm doing all right. You know, I'm just clanging and banging as always. Uh, <laughs> Got some gaming in this week. Uh, watch football this weekend. Hawkeyes lost, unfortunately. Lost two in a row. Mm-hmm. Not going too well. Uh, not doing okay. But join us now. Actually, uh, pretty good timing. Uh, we, were, we were about four minutes into our original show, and Justin texted me he's, he's going to be, uh, he can make it to the show. So after what was the greatest four minutes of our podcast of all time, we had to cancel it, unfortunately, and delete it all. Uh, but luckily, Justin's here to ruin it. What's up, buddy? Here we are six late hours later. Yes. Uh. Yes. We, we were watching <laughs> stupid, funny compilation videos on YouTube for the last two hours. Um, I'm glad to be here. Second week in a row. This is yes. a record. Yes. A recent record. <laughs> it, in, in sports, we call that a winning streak. Yeah. <laughs> here, too. Yeah. Yeah. In podcasting as well. Yes. Yeah. Everything's going good. Um, I would like to say something real quick. Oh, God. Uh, a, an apology for me. Okay. For last week. Uh, just a slight thing. This uh, Colonel Gable is not saying anything to me. This is uh, something I thought about after I left. Um, anyone watching in Colonel Gables, I do apologize. I think I said too much about specific things in... Uh, God damn. I so Mario plus Rabbids right now. Okay. Uh, like last week, I said some things that... Usually I'm pretty because I'm kind of the same way with like spoilers and stuff. For some reason I kind of let my tongue slip a little too much. Yeah. When it came to certain things, and uh, I just want to I do apologize apologize for that. And uh, now going forward, I will try even harder to not let that happen. Yeah. Especially I didn't have a give out a warning or anything, and just yeah I yeah usually try not to do that. And I'm sorry. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no biggie. <laughs> I'm forced to have sometimes when you're like in a conversation with yeah. two people that have equally finished the game. Shit, oh yeah, it happens. We've all done that. <laughs> Whatever. I, I mean, I did it too. So, but yeah, that's, yeah, I am sorry for that. It's okay. <laughs> I will we'll, try better next time. We'll forgive you. We'll forgive you. <laughs> Sad, you bum. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, you forget everything I said. <laughs> I already did. It's okay. Cool. <laughs> oh man, it would make things even more funnier. Some if one of us got access to Mario Odyssey earlier, or something like that, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh this is the end God. boss of Mario Odyssey. <laughs> it's Mario. I won't lie, guys. If I get it early enough, I finish it before it comes out. I'm gonna spoil the fuck out of that guy. <laughs> you guys, just be a dick. <laughs> I'll be a dick about it. Like, hey guys, here's me playing the last level. Here's me throwing Cappy at Bowser. 
Champions Where, Road from 3D World. Yes. Here it is I, again. I don't think I'll ever get that. <laughs> don't want to worry about that part. Uh, oh, oh yeah. sorry. I had a burp there. Um, but anyways, you guys got something pretty cool this uh, this past uh, Friday night. Thursday night, whatever it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys both went out midnight. Uh, SNES Classic came out. I think we went to the same place and didn't even know it. Yeah, you guys were actually there. It was weird. <laughs> Justin flew all the way out there to go see Gables, and he missed him. Yeah. But he got the SNES Classic. Yeah, I was there when I got there. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah, the SNES Classic came yeah. out. And he's like, oh, shit, I was here to meet Gables. <laughs> but, yeah, you, got, you guys both got one at, at midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got the one coming from Amazon UK. It's not going to be here until, like, the 14th. Famicom. Yeah. 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 Kind of worked out, actually. It's kind of... Uh, it's like six bucks cheaper with uh, nice trans whatever the fuck it is. Uh, the exchange you, exchange rate. Yeah, exchange rate. Yeah, with the euro. So that's, lucky I re- knew that that was. Yes. Lately, I've been able to think of anything. It <laughs> happens. It happens. It happens. As, you know, especially if you watch two hours of stupid <laughs> prank videos and shit yeah. and on YouTube. Uh, but anyways, what's uh, sort of Gables? Tell 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 us about your experience and like how many they had and. People and all that fun jazz. Well, I started the night with by going to Walmart around ten forty-five or something at the, at night. So this is pretty much like towards the later part, like just be you know the last hour and a half or something like that, pretty much until the thing launched. Got there at Walmart, and all of a sudden it's, I see about God. There was like a slew of people that were waiting already. Some were waiting as. Uh, early as like 8 30 that after that night <laughs> so i went forth and i waited in line found out that there was like 26 apparently some dude in line before like before me or some like checked out a specific website and he found out how uh many you know like snes classics they're going to be in stock so pretty much got a confirmation from uh, the person working there that there was like 26 units and uh, that I was guaranteed to get one. So that's awesome in and of itself. That being said, the bulk of people did not start arriving up until like around 11 o'clock. <laughs> or pretty close to around like, uh, yeah, pretty close to about 5 or 10 minutes after I had gotten there. And I'm glad I chose that time specifically. It's because uh, there was I was like the 14th person in line. There were... Others that were coming just, like, uh, after me and stuff. Some of them some of them pretty much learning that the thing was going to release, like, that night and stuff like that. And they decided to go in the line anyway, which, that's kind of funny in and of itself. <laughs> but, uh, it was kind of, it was actually, oh, I'm not going to be lied, though. I'm not going to lie, though. It was sort of a, uh, <laughs> a trial of patience, because I pretty much was sitting cold, like, uh, on a cold freaking cement floor Indian style waiting for this stupid thing to release around midnight (laughs) and uh pretty much I sat on my ass for about half an hour until I just went ahead and I just spent the rest of the time standing but oh my god dude I was already winded from like working the day already and then going through and stuff I just started feel like I was starting to get sick (laughs) in line so I'm just hoping myself. Oh no! I hope I don't throw up everywhere in line. That would be terrible. <laughs> but uh, yeah, part of course I won't. I still get one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, don't have to wear a shirt. It was actually well run. There was three Walmart associates. One that there was two cashiers and one assistant. I think one assistant manager or something like that. That was uh, making sure people got at least one. And that was pretty much the thing, though. There were couples that went before me that they like. The boyfriend and the girlfriend each got one and stuff to buy, because of course. And uh, I pretty much got up there, I paid for my thing, and I walked out of the store and stuff. I didn't get mugged or anything, so I'm good. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking about that too. I literally was thinking, it was like, okay, maybe if I go forth right here or something like this. My, initially, I was planning to get there like around... Uh, pretty close to around the 11 o'clock hour anyway and just wait there for an hour i didn't want anybody else to go with me in case i pay for it and all of a sudden i'm trying to dodge people we'll get to the car <laughs> yeah but uh i didn't get attacked i didn't get attacked or anything so it was good i take it home my brother absolutely loved it obviously because it's super nintendo stuff so i plug it in for him and stuff i turn on yeah i just flip the little switch and like uh the thing loaded up just immediately and stuff it was it's so cool the thing is so fucking tiny you know the the super nintendo classic because it literally fits to the palm of your hand and i was actually kind of surprised that the power adapter itself was like one of those usb plug-in to like little uh cords and stuff yeah (laughs) but just i think the nes classic has the exact same one yeah it probably does but yeah that was pretty much my launch night for the snes classic I waited, I got one, and it was a lot better than how the uh, the Wii launch fiasco went. Oh my god. <laughs> Might I, sorry about it real quick. Might I actually, when I, got, when I got the Wii, I remember I got Best my, Buy? Yeah, I went to Best Buy. I think I probably talked about it on the show before, but like, it, we, I remember they, I remember they exactly they had 54 Wiis at oh, wow. Best Buy at launch, yeah. And, um, more than I thought they would have. Yeah, I remember they didn't open until 10 a.m., and so my mom, I was 17, my mom woke me up, and, um, I was supposed to get one through at the the store I worked at at the time, but uh story behind that kind of got fucked over. Out of getting Justin, I both got fucked. Actually, no, you got yours. Never mind. You were first. Remember <laughs> that? Fucked up. It's funny though. Justin, uh, backstory on that one. Justin worked at the store before me, and when it came out, the pre-orders came out. We worked at this small uh, video game store. Um, I was uh, fired before that. Yeah, but you were first <laughs> in line. You as soon as, or you were first in the pre-order list. Like you called me and like, hey, I just pre-ordered this. Do you want to put you on the list too? I'm like, hell yeah. I was number two. Yes. My boss at the time uh, knocked me. They, we only got two in the store uh, for launch. Knocked me like four or five spots down the list what? and put her name number two. Remember her? Oh, that's oh, shit. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, but I couldn't prove it. Whatever, blah blah. blah. Don't argue it. But um, so anyways, so I was pretty pissed about it. My mom actually woke me up, took me to to, uh, to the Best Buy. I got there like three a.m. Didn't mm-hmm. open till ten. And really cold was, out that night. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was the Sunday before uh, Thanksgiving. So yeah. yeah, wow. I remember sitting on the concrete outside, sitting in the concrete until ten in the morning, and um, I was like fourth or fifth in line, and um, got one. And I remember when we, when people when the store opened up, there was only like forty people online. <laughs> people just pulled up in the store, opened and walked up and got one. Uh, but like I remember, like all the all the Zeldas uh, were sold out, all the extra controllers oh, were sold yeah. out. I actually had to go and go to GameStop because they opened at the same time and buy one for yep. them. But yeah, wow. I mean, mine went. That, I mean, that's really the only time I ever waited in line for something like that. So, but I mean, that was yeah, it went fairly well. But go ahead, Justin. That's cool. You got your you got you got one too. Um, I was gonna say, 
mine actually almost mirrors Gabe's a lot of the ways. Um, I, I arrived at my Walmart uh, around eleven ten p.m. and uh, I went there like actually I want I had a weird itch to go to Walmart for some reason walk around. Rarely ever happens to me. I'm like I want to want to go do something. Every, my my house is toe. sleeping and I'm like got off work. I'm kind of wired. I had a long day too, but I was like I want to go walk around here and just for fun to see if they're gonna have like a midnight thing. I get to the electronics and of course. After 15 minutes of searching and kind of looking around, I can't find any worker. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> well, I'll come back in like a half hour when it's closer and see if anyone's over here. I'm walking down. I go past like a, a book aisle. I was going towards the toys just for fun. And uh, I look down. I like, see people like reading books like and like sitting there in chairs. I'm like, what the hell? There's like a book fair at Walmart? Like, <laughs> in the middle of the night? And I see an old lady smiling at me. She's waiting in line. She's the last person... Uh, line at the moment and like all of a sudden it's like oh whoa they might be waiting for the uh, SNS Classic which is kind of weird I didn't see anyone in there when I was looking around and uh, sure enough she's they're all waiting in line there's like 14 people in front of me this is like just like you 13 14 people in front yeah. of me and uh, just one guy was waiting from 4pm oh, God, and I just go in there and he's kind of eyeballing me like these motherfuckers <laughs> my <laughs> just come here right now then like they, they tell everyone hey uh, they didn't tell us how many were there it's like they know how much they are. Let's just tell everyone waiting in line because yeah. so people can just leave if they don't have enough. And uh, well, they, um, they they say only you can only get one per person, which is good because some some dickhole in front is going to get like twelve of them. Oh yeah. yeah. So I hate that when that happens. I've had it happen before. Some something I know. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, finally became time. Actually, end up reading real quick. End up reading like the first twenty twenty five pages of it. Uh, while I was there, that was fun. I read that book before, and it was really interesting to read that. Uh, That's there. Cool. It's like the part where Georgie gets his arm ripped off. It's Georgie. Georgie. And uh, yeah, talked to that lady actually for a long time too. Anyways, ended up getting one. So you were um, also there for the book fair. Also there for the book fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I made it definitely a book fair moment. I couldn't just stand there unless I had something to do. Like I was kind of feeling sick too. Kind of like gay was saying, not, not throwing up sick, but my hands were like. We're uncontrollably shaking. I don't know why. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't anything. I was just like my hands were shaking. Yeah, no. As for me, I was like I was like freaking coughing because it was like uh, it was sort of like the fucking it was like the heavy fucking shit, you know, because of the cardiovascular stuff that I did throughout the day. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. Like, I mean, I get the same feeling when I go to Walmart too, so I understand. Yeah, that's why I don't go anymore. Yeah, waiting in line. The little eyes. People smell like yeah. fucking hemp. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The dude behind know, me smelled like him. fucking hemp the moment he walked in the back and stuff. He had his, well, you he had his do, fucking girlfriend do. wait in line for him and stuff like that for a fucking half an hour before him and his <laughs> like fucking buddy, him. him and his gangbanger buddy, like waiting in the back of me. It's like, oh, really, dude? Get the SNES classic. Yeah, yeah, both him and his buddy fucking bought one. <laughs> yeah, you me. do. You do live in Washington State. I, I think the national bird is hemp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, sure. the national bird is the fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So they started shoveling us up towards the front, like, you know, single file, we get up there, it's taking a while. This is not the computer, blah, 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 the usual. Then it's, okay, they start checking us out, and I'm seeing the cart full of the little little boxes with the tiny boxes inside, which actually had the actual SNS Classic inside mm-hmm. there. So I was kind of doing the math, the people, because people showed up, like, right, like, 10 minutes till, and, like, <laughs> they got one, too. I could tell, like, I was doing the math, it's like, there's, like, six, five or six per box, and there's, like... Six, seven boxes, so we could probably like 35, maybe 40 at that store that I was at. 
And I could tell everyone behind me got one. I was like, that's cool. I didn't want to be the last guy that gets one. Yeah. <laughs> like, these people behind me. Even though they only waited, like... You might actually get jumped. 25 minutes, but yeah. It was nice to see that everyone got one that's there. Yeah. And actually, they allowed you to come back through the line if you wanted another one. Wow. Huh. Yeah, so there's actually a few people you could tell. I'm pretty sure there were scalpers. They went back in line. Oh, yeah. They, they, had, hung, they had hungry eyes, you know. Oh, no like, shit. They're not, they're not here because they like this. And you just, no, they're here they because they want to fucking make profit. <laughs> yeah. I had one dude uh, in front of me that did that, too. Yeah, you can just tell when you look at him, like, man, that guy's not here to play. But yeah, ended up getting one, and uh, that was for fun. I actually already pre-ordered one, and I was trying to find someone to give that one to. Or, like, I have not buy it off me or whatever, you know. So my mom is actually going to buy it off me, my other one, and have it at her, her house when, uh, like, my children and my brother's son goes over there so like, the grandkids can play. Awesome. That's cool. When they go, like, that's, I, mean, I, think, I was trying to talk her into it. Like, I think it'd be cool for them out there. She's like, yeah, it's a good idea. So she's going to... Buy that one off me tomorrow. I got one from GameStop. And hers has a two-year warranty for some reason. <laughs> so, yeah. Works out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, it was it was fun. It was kind of, it was cool. Even already had one pre-ordered. It was fun being there the moment that it came out. Because I actually didn't do that when the NES Classic came out. kind of got that later. Uh, very luckily got one later. Like It was like, I had like a five-minute window online at some, I think it was Amazon actually. Oh, wow. It was really. Yeah, you got really lucky. Yeah. Because those were, I mean, you got one like the last ones, didn't you? It was like the one of the last runs, last things I saw pop up. Like, NES Classic is available now. Hurry up, it's going to go quick. Yeah. I somehow got it, and like, uh, yeah, it was gone. Huh. Well, yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, that's cool. And actually, I didn't plan on it, you know? It's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just cool, though, because actually, like, like we talked about, like, you know, Reggie and Nintendo were saying that there's going to be more at launch. Don't, don't, don't ever buy it from the scalpers. Yeah, and I mean, so far... This feels like what is a normally a normal console launch, you know? Like, yeah. tough to get, but it seemed like there was a fair amount. Like, I was hearing some store, like, big city stores were getting, like, 120 at Walmart. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's cool. So, I, was, I heard a story about somebody uh, uh, went on their lunch break, and they went to the Target or whatever, and there was 20 there still. Oh, wow. So, that's impressive, uh, actually. Yeah, and some people, you know, some people had issues with it, uh, like, bigger cities, but, like... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, for the most part, though, it sounds like they weren't impossible, like, tough to get, if, yeah. but if you were smart about it, you had a pretty good shot of getting one. Yeah. I mean, not, you know, just if you're willing to do the midnight launch stuff, just, just yeah. waiting in line when they open, getting mm-hmm. there early enough. You um, could probably, you're probably guaranteed, almost guaranteed one. Yeah, so this is a, in a specific area. Yeah, and I, also, switches were popping up a lot Friday, too, Thursday, yeah, Friday. They, yeah, they, they had, uh, the whole thing was full of switches when I went there. Yeah. When I was really um, like, I always, I always look. I look at all the gaming stuff. I, I see what's moving around. Even games, specific games. Uh, like Metroid was sold out like, cool. like last week when I went there. This guy was actually, I was there with my brother. He was all drunk. I was showing him <laughs> like, yeah, it's got this game for 3DS. I was back there. It's like, oh, it's not here. <laughs> it's gone. But yeah, I always like looking at that stuff, seeing how consoles are moving. Especially, I think, because of what happened to the Wii U. Like, I was really kind of concerned as just like a fan of Nintendo. Like, yeah. No one's seems to be buying them or care <laughs> yeah well i mean like i remember like so people, i like to keep an eye on that stuff like all in ps4 everything i always check it out yeah well they yeah, like said the wii stuff i remember people like talking like they just went to like best buy the day it came out and just walked in the store yeah hours after the store opened up and just walked in and got one. Oh wow like, so that's surprising because i remember that i remember when it first came out it was hard to get but yeah not too long after was it not <laughs> yeah but yeah so it's you know, this is this is a positive thing you know this is something we've talked about like setting a I don't know, not so much of a standard but 
you know, you're you're breaking the trend of what Nintendo normally has with, especially the NES but, classic. And, and this, this this word the words don't feel hollow in a sense. Yeah, and I, and I think it wouldn't have even been really that big a deal if they didn't say it was discontinued forever. The NES classic. Yeah, because most people plan on like waiting a while to get one. Like uh, once it dies down, uh, everything I'll pick one up. Like people I talk to that yeah. weren't as like like me. Like I want to get one right when it came out. More mm-hmm. like casually, yeah, I really want this, but I can wait a year or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so mess- they were waiting, and all of a sudden there's. Oh, they're not coming anymore. That was fucked up. Yeah. So, oh, it's over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the messaging was clear this time from the beginning, mm-hmm. even when they said it was only going to be a short thing, but it's coming out saying, hey, we're going to have more and all that. So they're living up to their word so far. Mm-hmm. And I hope, they, I hope it continues. Like, uh, Gables, I think you were telling me uh, originally that they weren't going to get another shipment in uh, your Walmart for another month or so. Yeah, pretty much so. It, it was, wow. uh, I went to Walmart today just to ask the regular lady that uh, works there, and I asked her like when exactly you know they would expect more of them and uh she said like about maybe four or five weeks so that's a lot sooner and i'm not really too sure how much they'll get hopefully probably the same amount if not more so from what it sounds from from what it initially sounds like they'll probably have at least some in stock before black friday yeah i can imagine it might be even uh, quite a bit more than the initial shipment yeah, yep. I wouldn't be surprised if we see another surge around Odyssey time, and yeah, I'm sure we're gonna see a lot of switches in Odyssey pop up at the end of the at the end of October. Yeah, um, so yeah, and then all, yeah, Black Friday as well, and Christmas December. It was it was just it was a fun experience. It yeah, was exciting. It was weird. Yeah, and, that, and that's <laughs> cool. old lady. I know it just felt like a console launch, you know, like an actual. Yeah, it really did. Launch. Yeah, it felt cool. I was like, I was talking to ladies. Like, this kind of makes you just smile that all these people, like different age groups, besides the scalpers, whatever. Like, yeah. we're there just, like, this old console again that, like, launched in 1990. That's so cool to me for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking cool. It's definitely cool, especially in Star Fox 2 and their reviews. I've been very oh. good, though. <laughs> yeah. It's got, like, a 5 out of 10 on IGN. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, ah, that's whatever. But yeah. uh, This is kind of funny when their actual reviews were coming out for the game. I didn't see that. I didn't see that coming. But, uh, I, I kind of want to stick with Nintendo. Uh, kind of, we'll just stick with news in general. Uh... Another thing coming on the agenda this week is that the Wii eShop is is it called the eShop? Yeah, the Wii eShop. Oh, the Wii the Wii Shop. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't Wii know. Shop channel. Uh, but it, yeah, the channel. Uh, it is officially closing. Um, I miss that music. I still remember every little beat of. It. Oh yeah, that was good music. They should bring it back. Yep. Yeah. I spent oh. so much time on that fucking channel. I spent a lot of money in that channel. Um, but they're they're officially closing the channel uh, on January thirtieth of next year. Um. He said, so kind of an official quote they have here is that um, at some point after Nintendo will close all services related to the Wii Shop uh, channel, in- including re-downloading purchase WiiWare, virtual console titles, and Wii Channel, Wait. as well as Wii System Transfer Tools, which transfer tools from Wii to Wii to Wii, <laughs> that was the Vita Wii, th- that was the original Nintendo Switch name for us, was the uh, Wii-da. Um, Wii-da. which transfers data from the Wii to the Wii U system. So after some time after January 30th, you won't be able to download the channel, re-download the games you purchased, or transfer those games to the Wii U. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Um, you'll still be able to, and this part that kind of confuses me, you'll be able to add po- Wii points to the shop currency um, until March 20, oh, 26, 2018. I'm sorry, I misread that part. Yeah, so um, January 30, 2019 is when it's closing. March 26, 2018 is when it's uh, you can't add points to it. Uh, Nintendo recommends Wii owners spend their points to re-download software and transfer games well advanced 2019 closing, closing. Um, and also they said that if you do have points in the uh, 
uh, in the channel they haven't used there is a uh, there they haven't said how or when or whatever but you can be refunded that money cool um so yeah kind of an end of the era really with the Wii. i mean they're, they're in big s- uh pulling stuff slowly and de- deactivating things uh over time but i i don't one i was probably still going and uh two i wonder if i have any money in that fucking thing like I spent, I bought a lot of games, and they had that weird... 300 points. Yeah, they had that weird point. You can only buy it like $10, 10 20 like, increments or whatever. Yeah, it was kind of like the Xbox was like that too at one point in time. Yeah, they finally, when they finally, finally got rid of that fucking thing. It was yeah. stupid. Same with Nintendo, thank God. Yeah. That was uh, weird. But yeah, it just kind of, I mean, this is really the, I mean, it's it's been over for a while, but the, kind of the official end of maybe one of the, one of the coolest features of the Wii was, the, yeah. I mean, the virtual console was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a... That's a huge thing, actually. The uh, thing that the Wii brought that I don't hear a lot of people talk about actually was the virtual console and all that stuff. Yeah, not anymore. Anyway. At the time, it was it was crazy. Yeah, cool. yeah. that was awesome. But yeah, over then all of a sudden, it just kind of yeah turned into shovelware. <laughs> yeah, it became just like oh yeah, of course you can download these old games. Yeah, so yeah, I, I something I thought we mentioned. I mean, it was I don't I, really... I love the Wii uh, shop. Yeah, just the whole original like. Main the, the crossbars. I mean not crossbar, but the main like menu whole that whole oh, channels yeah, yeah. all that. Man, cool I, I remember being. I remember spending hours just in the stupid weather app yes. thing they had, the weather channel thing. Yeah, spin the globe. Remember everybody votes channel. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I never like I tried to. I never really understood that channel. I remember trying to go on there every. I was. I'm going there every day, and I'm going to vote on these things. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun, a cool idea. Oh, yeah. we did lots of strange things though. Yeah. Oh yeah, it uh, came kind of came normal later on. Yeah. Some parts of the Wii that I remember mostly were a part of a community that I participated in online for years. Called like uh, on Insider Two, the name of the message board was. I met a lot of different people that were on that forum. Some of which I still am friends with to this very day, like on Facebook, on Twitter, all this other stuff. And I remember vividly one morning, it was like on my birthday and stuff, and I start, I saw my blue light flash on my Wii, and I'm thinking, oh, it must be another update or something. Then I just see like about four or five <laughs> of my friends had gifted me some virtual console games, like actually on oh. the thing, you know? Whoa. And it, it, was, Whoa. it was cool because like, about that. it was so heartwarming in itself, and it's just like, wow. It's like, they actually, they did actually just like, uh, gave me a little they gift or something on my birthday that I wasn't really oh. expecting, you know? Got little games like... Mega Man and like Mega Man 2 and like some bits of That's Castlevania cool. and these other ones and you know I love that little feature where you can go and you give like people games if they want to for the virtual console or because that was one of the predominant features that I kind of missed most when it came to the Wii U or even some of the Switch where you can actually gift people games you know yeah. I honestly didn't know you could do that on the Wii. Oh, you could oh, yeah, I really yeah. didn't know that you could. Oh, it was a part of like cool. these gift exchange oh, stuff, stuff for anybody on their birthday yeah. or something like that. You wrote down a list of the games that you want or something like that. It's like, oh, hey, if you want to, just give me this That's or something cool. like that. And That's we cool. did that for people, you know, gifted them like little bits of games and stuff like that. And it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. That thing yeah. went. Surely surprised somebody with it. Too. Exactly. That was the that was the point of the initial uh, birthday exchange and stuff. One of the users created that thing like right when the Wii released, when we found out about the gift function, and uh, we used it until the Wii U came out, pretty much. So, it was between that, guessing which virtual console games came on the channel that week. There was a contest, too, like almost every week, where if whoever guessed it right 
the, like all the games that would the virtual console games that were released that week that uh, people would get rewarded with like with certain points or like a, a game of their mm. choice or whatever. It was it was definitely like one of those fun times I remember back around 2007, 2008. Cool. <laughs> it's almost 10 years <laughs> since then, but it's like yeah. It was Sometimes it seems longer than that. Yeah. It definitely does though in weird. a way cuz thinking back like some of the positive experience i ever had playing on the wii was like going through the wii shop channel downloading certain content like i would play these games that i probably had never played before like bomberman 93 and stuff and like bonk's adventure which yeah that was some of my first exposure to games like on the turbo graphic 16 and on the neo geo fuck i remember playing samurai showdown for the first time on the wii shop channel and be like oh man this is a fucking tough game <laughs> that's what it's called samurai you Showdown. you say that wii shop channel yeah the wii shop channel yeah. we, might, we might have said it like five times i'm sorry uh but uh <laughs> yeah i mean you know what oh, go ahead. I'm, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry tyler i just want to say a little bit of the statement though i am kind of disappointed that i after a specific date we won't be able to download our games that we've purchased on the wii shop channel that in and of itself sounds incredibly stupid in a way because if you've spent money on that service you should at least have access to re-download the games i mean hey maybe not put down more money or something to buy content i can understand that but in terms of digital games you're looking at potential games that you've owned just randomly disappearing into the the ether pretty much i don't think i like that (laughs) no but i mean this is kind of like the you know the people talk about the whole going digital stuff is this is eventually it's going to happen to our you know our xbox 360s and ps3s and oh yeah uh, we's just kind of the first is the first as far as video gaming go the first one to do it maybe not the first the first big one to do it yeah um and it's i'm sure like, ooh, yeah, and it's definitely like partially the reasoning why that i don't go 100 <laughs> percent digital with stuff because it's like yeah. It's that option always exists to where if the service itself discontinues, like what's going to happen to the games that you download? What's going to happen to this and to that? The yeah. only services that I've really confirmed that uh, they'll still allow people to re-download their games after its initial service is Steam, pretty much. From what I've yeah, kind of understand, Steam ain't going anywhere for a while, no. so uh, probably good there. So they're kind of like the iTunes of probably video gaming. Um, yeah, I mean, I, there was definitely some you know, some cool moments. I mean, I remember, uh, like, when I got the Wii, I remember uh, buddies of mine, uh, Will and Billy show up. I don't think they ever been my house oh, yeah. before or since. And they just, like, knocked on my door after school one day. It's like, dude, I heard you got the Wii. And they came over and uh, oh, had a second yeah. controller, tennis. which was, yeah, we played uh, Wii Sports and played tennis and bowling. Uh, I think you were I think you were here with me playing it when I broke the, when the, the Wiimote strap broke. Yeah, I think I was. And it flung across the room and it's it, uh, the power button got stuck in. Yeah. And we had to take it back. We had to wait like a month to get a new controller. <laughs> it was so hard to get. Like any, oh, anything any, any that, accessory that anything any, Wii was hard to get. Games were hard to find. I remember. Yeah, even like, games. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, I remember I had like seven games, buying seven games at launch. I was fucking seven games at launch. Jesus. Oh, yeah, Christ, I had Call dude. of Duty three, Red Steel. Uh, Zelda, Fuck Wii yeah. Sports, Fuck yeah. um, Sight Truck. Fuck yeah, I love that game. Um, Go on. Did I say Call of Duty 3? I didn't say Call of Duty 3. Uh, I, had, oh, I love Excite Truck. I had two other games I remember picking up there. Holy yeah, shit, man, that's game. a lot more than what I did. <laughs> I used my first entire paycheck just to pay for the fucking Wii and also for like Twilight Princess. And then it's like yeah. I had Wii Sports. So I basically had like a maybe two or three games at launch like for the last like next couple like a month or two 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I I have a thought. Uh, yeah, it, it does suck. It. I mean, it's like you're saying. Like it's like eventually it seems does seem necessary to close down the shop. And like uh, Gabe was saying, uh, it sucks that you won't be able to download them. But I do think that. Uh, I don't think that the fact that you bought those games is going to be forgotten by them. I think it's just going to be from that specific shop, you will not be able to download them, mm-hmm. but they will keep record that you did purchase that game and move it on to their later stuff that they're working on now on the Switch. Well, I sure like a whole so. new infrastructure. Because I'm sure the Wii U was just based off the Wii shop, the channel and so on. Largely it was. I, I, I imagine, I mean, the best bet you have is transferring it from the Wii to the Wii U, and then maybe you can transfer the Wii U to the Switch. Cause remember, well, remember, or just through through your account at least. Well, no, they, because they know that everything you've ever bought. Remember, so I don't know if I talk about the show. I probably have, but my remember my Wii got stolen, and yeah. I called them and I'm like, hey, I bought. I mean, I had hundred, I had a couple hundred dollars worth of games. Yeah, bought on that was that, like, on the console, mm-hmm. and I called them. I called Nintendo to try to deactivate it because they're using my Netflix and all that shit. And I'm like, hey, I want to deactivate, take that off there so they can't use it anymore. And I'm like, is there a way to get my get my games back? And they said, no. It was tied to the console, not your account. Because back then, you just had yeah. the friend code and everything. You didn't have anything else. Um, yeah. As far as I know, it's different now, though. Like, like even the what games you bought a long time ago, it's all... They have receipts of it, basically. I think there was a way you but, can but do they, it. But they were very hesitant, I remember, like, on actually letting you download them again because they were worried that... Basically, their infrastructure wasn't very good. They are probably worried that people were just, like... You're going to be ripping them off. That's right. Well, and I, I think so, there was a way you can do it, but you had to go to like my Nintendo and like st- like do something to say you bought it. I don't know, but I didn't do that, so I lost them. Um, Interesting. Yeah. That was just yeah. So I, I think the best bet really is maybe just to, I mean if you can transfer it from the Wii to the Wii U, that's probably the only the closest thing you're going to have to a guarantee success of getting those to the Switch. They yeah. do in fact do that. Um, but yeah, I, I think mean, that's what's going to happen. I don't know. For I hope sure. so. I hope so. But at least if you download them, you always have them on your old them, yeah. console, your old console, or Wii U, or Wii. Yeah, Wii U's got a Wii inside of it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's weird. It's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was kind of a just trip down memory road. I was like, holy crap, I haven't really thought about the Wii. Like, really thought about it, you know, in a long time, and it's just kind of cool going down memory lane there mm-hmm. with that. But um, uh, let's move on a little bit. I, I wanted to mention something uh, real quick. Uh, Something we talked about a few weeks ago, and I kind of ranted about a few weeks ago as well. Um, so the Shadow of Wardor had that... Wardor? <laughs> Shadow of... Wardor. I keep wanting to say Mordor, but that was the first game. It's Shadow of War. The uh, Lord of the Very Rings... unique title. Yes. They should have named it that. I mean, way, way better. Um, the first one. Yes. <laughs> um, but Shadow of War, um, they had a um, charity DLC with the Forgy family, and you play as a, a, a character named after... Um, the Michael Forgy, I believe his name was, uh-huh. uh, and um, you play as like this orc named after him, and it had a, a like a guitar axe, and it would attack people with randomly in the game. You could buy the DLC for five bucks, and three fifty of that five dollars would go to the family. The dollar fifty basically for the taxes and the the money that went to um, the you know PlayStation and Xbox and all them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had some backlash going there when the the three fifty came out, and then they found out. That was only in America, but except for six different states, because they have different. These other six states have tax policies, so it was like, what's going on with the people that bought them in those country, in those states, and what's going on with people outside the United States that bought them? Uh, um, so a lot of backlash behind it. Um, so WB has now said that um, 
anybody that bought it because on Xbox One and on Steam you can pre you can pre-order the uh, the DLC pre-purchase the DLC which I bought on Xbox One um, or I bought it on Xbox.com whatever yeah. and um, they said anybody that purchased it previously will be refunded the money I don't know how the refund is going to be if it's going back on the card or if it's going back on your account or whatever huh. and they refund you the money the, the DLC is now going to be free and that WB will just give a direct donation to the Forgy family uh, uh, so kind of a make good, I guess, on the situation. Uh, it was kind of a cool thing they were doing, but then they kind of a backlash, and they didn't really answer it. They kind of... It's a shame that it turned in that direction. Yeah, and well, when, when people started asking the questions, they came out, and they just said, hey, we're not profiting off of this, but they never really said how they're not going to profit off of it. So it's kind of a bad messaging on their end, bad PR on their end as well. Uh, but it sounds like the Forgy family will be getting some money. Uh, to uh, sent to them uh, regardless. Uh, so that's a cool thing. I just wanted to mention that. Seeing it was kind of a kind of a big thing that happened a couple uh, couple shows in a row there. Um, so kind of want to touch on that and just move on. Uh, yeah. Nothing. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but did you see there's a Red Dead Redemption Two trailer right now. Yes, I listened to it uh, being <laughs> torn apart for like an hour, but I didn't actually watch it. Oh really? <laughs> I was like playing Metroid and yeah. Oh, okay. But it sounded interesting from what I was hearing. Oh, wow. It's like only a minute 20 or something. Yeah, like a minute and a half, something like that, yeah. Uh, uh, so I watched it. It's uh, No real gameplay was shown. It oh, looks really? mostly like cutscenes. It looks really pretty, but it looks <laughs> just like cutscenes. No, uh, But this one was more about telling you the story. Uh, so kind of, they don't really go into the details in the game, but they just kind of show a lot of like, different, like, Robin a bank or uh, Robin a bank doing a train heist things like that. Just mm-hmm. kind of like epic moments, stuff, you, typical things you see in a rock star. Yeah, uh, a lot of epic, a lot of epic moments, stuff they like to do. Um, so, a few details came out about it. Um, so, some quotes from Rockstar is that the story uh, is of out. You play as outlaw Arthur Morgan, and he runs the Vonder Linde Linda gang um, as they rob, fight, and steal their way across the vast and rugged heart of America in order to survive. This actually is a prequel to the original Red Dead Redemption, uh, where you played as John Marston, who actually came from that very gang, and it was a redemption story of him becoming, you know, he got a wife and a kid, and he's trying to be good. Um, um, so you basically, in this one, it sounds like you, you are, you, you play as Arthur Morgan, who actually runs the gang, um, and you play as an actual bad guy. Uh, so the gang is well known, uh, also known as the Dutch gang. Uh, which is what they referred to in the first game, uh, which, like I said previously, which is the last game's protagonist, John Marston, would eventually join and leave. Uh, in this game, hunting is there. You can uh, ride horses, bank, train robberies. Uh, they have all kinds of different uh, environments, including uh, the expected Old West Towns, Prairie, Pine Forest, Snowy Mountains, and Crocodile uh, Hiding Swamps. Huh. Uh, so there's rumors that you're going to be able to play in New Bordeaux, which is uh, the New Orleans uh, twist that... Uh, that was in a what previous game was that from? Fuck, um, was that Mafia? Mafia, Mafia, Mafia. Three. Um, that's right. I remember playing that game. Yeah. So, which is a 2K game, which two uh, Rockstar is owned by 2K. Um, so there's a rumor that was gonna be the case, and it sounds like it might actually be true with them being in the swamps and all that. Uh, alongside this, they're gonna have a online feature, online mode that uh, seems like it's gonna be similar, but in the Red Dead style uh, to GTA Five. So they're gonna keep that going, and it's coming out spring of eighteen. They say, um, but they previously previously said uh, Rockstar did that the game will be out um, after this fiscal year. So meaning after March thirty first. Yeah. Is there thirty one days in March? You would know better than I. There's a thirty. 
31. There is 31. Okay. Yeah. So after, so April 1st, um, probably between April 1st and June, which Red Dead Redemption 1 came out in May, late May of 2009, I want to say. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I previously played Red Dead Redemption. I don't know. Have you played Red Dead Redemption Cables? Yes, I actually beat that game. And uh, it's oh, one sure. of the very few Rockstar games I've actually beaten. The other one before one then was GTA 4. <laughs> it's one of the mini Rockstar games. I that is my favorite like, Rockstar the two game. You have Red beaten, Dead I have not beaten. Oh, wow. What was that, Justin? I've beaten lots of the other ones except for the two you just mentioned. I haven't even played Red Dead Redemption, but oh. uh, I would love to. I actually bought it uh, sometime soon. I want to play it. Yeah. I got it for the PS3. Um, I love like that stuff, like Wild West stuff. Uh, I'd like to <laughs> check it out, dude. Like, the Dead Eye, the Dead Eye stuff was so fun in that game. Mm. Oh. And also, I am a huge fan of the first two games, which I don't hear many people talk oh, about. Red Dead Revolver. I love Red Dead Revolver. Yeah, Red Dead Revolver is awesome. And two, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, I love the shooting mechanics in that game. Yeah, and I'm a little surprised they're going with the Redemption name because uh, they like to change the names. You know, Red Dead Revolver, Red Dead, and Red Dead Redemption. Uh, but I guess it makes sense being in the same world, and you want to go off that name. Is it really Redemption. called two? Yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two is the official name. Um, that's interesting yeah so uh, yeah it's a prequel so uh, yeah I mean I guess it makes sense that you want to make you know that, that name Red Dead Redemption there's a lot a lot of money in that name so yeah. you're living in the same world I guess so um, but yeah I mean I'm just kind of curious because I the, the, the charm of that game I think more Red than Dead anything Genesis there you go uh, that'd be better maybe with uh, fucking uh, Phil uh, Phil, uh, Phil, uh, Phil Collins <laughs> yeah Phil Collins yeah. that'd be great uh, just Fucking drumming. I play a game as uh, Phil Collins. Um, Dead Eye with the drum solos. Um, (laughs) No, but I thought the charm of really more than anything with Red Dead Redemption was the story with John Marston with his redemption story Mm -hmm. and him. uh, I mean, he's one of the few characters in the game and in a world where you you listen to podcasts and just. And listen, you know, listen to people talk about games and read about games, mm-hmm. and it's like you hear John Marston, you know where that guy's from, or just, just the fact that we remember the character's name from uh, a game is, I think, saying something, especially almost a decade later. Yes. Um, yeah. So that that obviously means something. I couldn't say a people. name from any Grand Theft Auto game that I played. Uh, Nico, I guess. Nico for GTA Four, but not really for good reasons. Um, <laughs> like Bully is my is the only. Uh, Rockstar game I beat and people start to talk about it but I don't remember the guy's name for that game but I still love that game um, but yeah I, his story I think was the best part about that game there was definitely some cool moments I'm, I, I'm not super excited for this one uh, I'm just not the Rockstar guy the only thing you'll, the only time you hear me excited probably for a, G, a Rockstar game is if we get a Bully 2 which probably will never happen um, but no maybe but there's been talks of it for a lot of people like that a lot that yeah game. it was one of the worst selling uh Rockstar games, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, this game, I think, is going to be really, really good. I don't doubt that. You know, I mean, just Rockstar's got a good good history, obviously. GTA V is one of the most profitable games of all time. We talked about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, um, that game's crazy. Yeah, it's still one of the highest selling games every like month. Five different places you can buy it. And possibly six if it ever comes to the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I. I thought the trailer looked pretty good. I mean, it's a it's a typical uh, Rockstar trailer, which is a good thing. I mean, that's not a bad thing. 
it showed off all the cool things. There's cool things about it. There's always cool things. I like, oh, like, oh I really like to play that game, but like, mm-hmm. I just kind of me, you know, I peter out to, after a while with those games. But uh, I was kind of curious uh, if you guys watched trailer and if you guys were kind of where you're where you're at with Red Dead Redemption Two. I would like to play the first one before I play this, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested in this game, uh, and I will actually watch this later tonight. Watch the actual trailer, yeah. Instead of just listening to people talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw like the little teaser thing at the beginning when they first announced it. Oh yeah, I thought it was pretty cool—a cool-looking game. But uh, they're usually, like you said, Rockstar games. They're pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Really impressive, actually. Yeah. But, yeah. They become quite ambitious with the games too. They have a high pedigree, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and that game's coming out fairly soon. Probably, yeah. Probably in, in, I don't know, what, six months, maybe? Give or take? Uh, uh, I could see it being crazy huge. I yeah. Mean, it probably already is. It'll be a huge release yeah. when it eventually does release. Oh, it's funny that this game doesn't even need to happen. They're like Willy Wonka. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, yeah, but I mean... This, they th- can make one game every 15 years and still like yeah. have the highest selling game. That's, <laughs> That's what I mean, true. like... GTA was number two in sales. Gates. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, like GTA two was number two selling game of August. Like, that game's four years old, and it's, oh, GTA five. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like they, they don't. You. This game they can just delay us another year and probably be okay. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously Rockstar got closed, but they'd still probably be one of the more financially successful companies. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it was kind of GTA five really impressed me. As someone who kind of fell off the GTA series, like I didn't play the fourth one. Um... My first one I played is Vice City, then I ended up playing like one and two, and three actually is my favorite one besides five. But I think five is probably my favorite one. Like this, the story, everything, it felt so real. Yeah, <laughs> it did actually. Like really so weirdly real. real. <laughs> Even the controls were really good, which is one thing I've always been dis. I've always dissed on that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Except mechanics. for the flying mechanics. So really good. <laughs> and the flying mechanics are fucking awesome in that game too. Oh my god, it's crazy. But yeah, <laughs> they're the jack of all trades of video games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. awesome. uh, I think this is my, my pretty much cover for the news for this week. Uh, not really a lot else going on. Uh, oh, uh, kind of a cool thing for uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain is going to be the, the PS Plus game for next month. I know, right? Nice. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. One of my one of my game of the year 2015. Uh, Justin's number two, which was mm-hmm. wrong, it was robbed. Um, <laughs> that's pretty impressive, though. First, no, no. no, no. First one of those games, first middle game I ever play, is almost game of the year. It was, and it was tricky. Well, it's bullshit as beat. It was uh, the the uh, unraveled trailer was number one for that year. So. <laughs> that was the best game that year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking bullshit. Oh, that game so good. No, it's Wait not. For that sequel, man. No, it's not. I don't know how there can be though. It's so good. There, there's not. I you hope, can't I end hope, game any better than that. I hope unravel on un- Yarny fucking un- unraveled and died. You don't know, do you? I'll, I don't, I don't want to know. Yep, I'm not going to tell you. Because I don't want to think about the game anymore. I'm upset I brought it up. Um, but anyways, let's go ahead and move <laughs> on to some uh, game. Unravel's a bad game, Justin. Uh, <laughs> this is a video game. I get the last shot in, sorry. Um, so, video games. We've been playing them. Uh, it's getting that crazy time of the year. Justin and I were talking, text back and forth. It's like September and all this shit's coming out. And, uh, and a lot of it's like really small games. Yeah. I'm really freaking interested in. A lot of them will probably take quite a bit of time to beat. Yeah. It's like, which one do I play next? It's hard. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because we were talking about after uh, E3, is like, September's kind of a dead month. Like, you got Destiny and Metroid and Cuphead at the end, and that's about it. And, like, 
little did we know there was like a million like little indie games that are coming out there. We're gonna fill in all that, all fill in all those gaps for us. That, and, uh, coming out almost a little too fast. But uh, anyways, uh, gaming. We've been playing them. Uh, Jesse, can we go first? Yeah, we've been playing, buddy. Okay, I'm gonna start with probably the one that's actually taking the, the bulk of my time, and I finally beat it. Is uh, not finally like I couldn't wait to beat this game, but uh, Metroid. Uh, oh, we did beat it. Samus okay, Returns. Cool. Nice. Beat it last night. Uh, in the the last, the boss took me. No joke, probably an hour to beat. Damn. Like it's I haven't played a game that made my hands sweat, and kept me wanting to play it like that in a while. Like actually, like, this is challenging. So I may realize, like, I think Metroid is actually one of Nintendo's most challenging franchises to actually beat them. Yeah. At least, like, uh, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> like, it, uh, but I, I beat it, and uh, I really, really, I talked, I talked it up last week, kind of recycled things over and over again. I couldn't, like, it's kind of hard to explain certain things about the game without, like, spoiling too much. I don't want to do that. But, like, uh the way that game is designed and how it comes together is really really cool and interesting. And I feel like it'd be really... Uh, me, the way I feel like if I was ever a video game designer, it'd be really hard for me to make a game like Metroid. A Metroidvania-style game. Like, it's like... The, the way, like, you subtly kind of, like, you, you go back to certain spots or, like, not... Without even, like, you know, you don't really have to, but, like, images you see, like, a door, like, this little thing you... Yeah, at first it's like, whoa, this place is so huge. I'm never gonna remember any all these like tight turns and twists of these places and like different doors and uh, different rooms. Like, I'm never gonna remember this when you first start. But then all of a sudden, this this world that seems so huge becomes like small and uh, and not like in a bad way. Just like you become so. Uh, oh wow, <laughs> uh, intimate with it. Mm. Like just you really start to like notice every little part of it and it doesn't the trip doesn't take as long as you want to go back to this one spot it's like quicker and quicker and quicker and uh same can be said for your technique as of getting better and better with with uh the way that you uh the mechanics of the game like shooting and jumping and doing all these different things like by the end of that game you feel like you are at the limit of this game for difficulty with the last boss, with the mechanics you were given, and it, you feel like a boss when you beat that game. Nice. Like, it, it felt good, but also, like, <sighs> I took, a, like, a deep breath, and, like, the, I watched the credits roll, and I was like, oh, like, I love that game, but I don't want to play you for another 20 years. <laughs> like, just at the, this, that last boss did that, you know, just, like, damn, that was a cool journey, but I don't want to go back right now. <laughs> I can remake you for the Switch 3. <laughs> yeah. Switch 3. 3D, yeah, 4D, oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, just I really love this game and I recommend it to someone. Even if you haven't played a Metroid game, um, to me from, to me it's quite as in terms of how good it is to me. It's I haven't played so many of them. Like I said last time, last week, it's quite comparable to like Super Metroid and like how cool that game even still felt to me when I played it like 20 years <coughs> later. Uh, this game just. If it was your first one, it'd feel just as cool. Like it's, there's a lot of cool things about it. You, you just feel super powerful towards the end, and like, at the same time, like I said though, you, you get to a part where it's like you're just uh, all of a sudden you're kind of like a, you got it. You, you're kind of like a, a baby again with all these tools, 
that you really have to hone in on and, and become really good with it. And it's it, it's so cool. And uh, lots of games are cool for different reasons. Metroid's cool because it's like a really fun, gradual, interesting, explorational challenge. It's weird. I don't know how else to talk about the game. But like, <laughs> yeah, I really like it. Recommend this game. Uh, if it's the last game I ever played on 3DS, uh, it's just a end of, end of a great system, end of a great run. Um, I, like I said before, I think the 3DS has my favorite, probably my favorite handheld games I've ever played. Like not just because they look look better than like the previous ones. I think they have like the 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 best ones. Like they didn't feel too gimmicky looking back on them. Like it'd be hard to play some of like the Zelda games on DS to me. But like the yeah, yeah. but I still like those games. But yeah, it's just really good all around. Good console. Um, anyways, Metroid. Beat that game. Very excited about that. The next game, I purchased a couple other games. Uh, real quick, I, I purchased SteamWorld Dig 2. Nice. And I have not touched it yet. And I'm going to wait because, in my mind, that game's pretty similar in style to Metroid. And I want to give it some time because I, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm running through one of these again. Overlooking things and just kind of like... I don't want to go through the paces, and uh, I really think that game's going to be sweet. I'm going to wait a while, at least a month or two, uh, put on the back burner. But I actually wasn't sure if I was going to play this game either, but I ended up buying Cuphead last night. Oh, shit. Um, first game I ever bought, downloaded on the Xbox One, <laughs> that I could think of. and uh, Since Doom. Since, oh yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, for sure, uh, since Doom 1 and 2, um... Yeah, so I got that. Did not play it last night. Uh, actually, for some reason, it's like super. My Xbox One is special. It downloads really slow for some reason. I don't know why. Huh. It makes all kinds of weird noises too. So I might have something to do with that. I guess that's just. Might have been you, thrown you have at a, a wall one. before I got here. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's still checking along though. Finally downloaded it. Uh, ended up playing it today for a little bit. I uh, probably put half hour, forty minutes into it. So you beat the first level. Got it. And I didn't know that was a level, but I guess it was, yeah. Yeah. And I did, like, these little weird things. I kind of just walk to and push A, then it's, like, a thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, little bosses are, like, it's these... Okay, first of all, this game, like most people know, this game looks fucking so cool. Yes, like, it does. I love games that... Uh, have style. Just ha- have style, and, like, their animation is so good and fluid. And, uh, yeah, and the style was there the whole time. Like, just... It is so cool. It captures not only like the way like those 1930s cartoons look, the the sound effects, uh, the, the things people say, the grain you can see like you can see like lint fuzz like on the projector like as you're playing the game. It's not just like a cheesy looking filter. It looks really cool, and uh, oh, it just looks so good. And uh, it's kind of funny. This game is more like Metroid than I thought it was going to be. Uh, it's more like a, it's like a Metroid's very smooth with the shooting. This game is like. Just like the games from 1930s, it's like the mechanics of it are like old too, like an old clock. Like it's got like uh, when you're when you're shooting, you can't go like in a full like 360 motion. It's like an eighth, yeah, of like a you know direction. And it and it's cool. You got used to it. It's like built around that. So like I went from Metroid where it's like you aim every, any direction. Now I'm playing this game where it's like I gotta get into this, and I, I feel like I'm I'm hitting this this spot with it though. Even like 40 minutes into, it, like this game is fucking cool. It's like, not to just, you know, make it sound like the other games, but it reminds me of Metroid Mix with like Mega Man in a way. Just, just the difficulty and uh, trial and error and like just like focus, man. You can do this. Like you're just like you're going too fast or you're you're going too slow. You're like you're you're thinking too much, and uh, 
I got to this, this beat today. Like, I beat, like, six little, like, bosses or six levels or whatever they were. And, like, it was just, like, boom, boom, boom. It just hit me, like, how to play this game. And uh, I love this game so far. It's really freaking cool. Uh, definitely the coolest game I've played on the Xbox One so far. Only because I haven't played too many games on there. But I played Sunset Overdrive, like, oh, a couple weeks ago. I started playing, like... I don't like this game at all. It looked really cool to me, but I did not like that game at all. It looked like it would have been a cool launch game, but not 2017. It just is not fun to me. But yeah, this... Oh, man. Cuphead. Very cool so far. Very excited to play more on this game. Yeah. But I think that's all I've been playing. All right. Well, I'm going to pick up uh, where you were, because I also played Cuphead. Uh, I have raised Quidditch four times already. Uh, <laughs> not If it wasn't for the pink controller that I have, that's $70... I would have fucking broke it already. This game is infuriating. <laughs> it makes me. me just want to keep playing. Oh my, I do. I know, the, levels, you keep playing. the levels are short enough, and you get back so fast that um, loading is kind of slow. Well, initially, but once like you die, well, you, and restart, yeah, A, it is faster. Yeah. Right, when you go right back into it, uh, like yeah, going back. There was that. I know what you mean. Ten second, like you usually do it. Then I'm like, nah, I give up. But uh, um, it's so. God damn hard. The first level took me a half an hour to run the first running gun level. So the first oh, yeah, yeah. So there's different kind of levels you have. There's just there's going in just doing a boss fight. And then there's in the and then there's uh running gun levels. And you're walking just, around like on an overworld. Yeah, like a Super Mario World ish. Three D world kinda. Of. Like yeah, you just walk around down. and kinda of walk into things. And you yeah. Can push A on them. It's it could it could be a person, it could be an area, it could be a building. You don't know what's going to be. Yeah, and you know, at least so far we're not. From and like the the thing you click on doesn't like like I don't know like there's a patch of flowers. It tells us yeah, that. And it turns out you get to fight this weird blue blob look at thing. Oh, the boss fights. I want him right now. He's fucking hard. I he can't, is I super can't do hard. It. I, get I can't do it. Uh, three quarters to the end. Yep. And when he's when he gets big, yeah, I can't. The box that part just kills. I me. can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, exactly where I left when. You, yeah, I texted you. That's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that first level, the running gun level, took me. It's like a two, three minute level at the finish. most. Yeah, if and you were just run. It took me about a half an hour to beat, like, like learning how to do it. And it actually took me a little bit, like, so you have, like, so little things you can do, like you're talking about, you, like, the way you shoot and aim, like, it's kind of like you said, the clock thing kind of works like. So you can shoot, like, noon, one thirty three, yeah, four thirty, six o'clock, and, and then you, the other way around as well. It makes it harder. Yeah, especially kind of infuriating sometimes when you're shooting straight up, but you're just, like, Tad too far to the point yeah, It's very precise, very precise. Yeah, uh, so... It, in a, in it's, a good way, but it can be... It's unforgiving. Against you, it's not you're like damn it. Yeah, uh, but like you're just going through, and there's all these obstacles, all these enemies jumping in front of you, and they constantly like respawn, so you can't just sit there and wait. You always got it's run, it's a running good level. You gotta be moving at all times. Yeah. Uh, it's like a side-scrolling doom. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you said, but you can hold the the yeah. shoot button down so the this, whole time if you want to. This is what made it a lot easier for me. I was sitting there tapping the X button, trying to uh, shoot, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, you can just hold the X button down and just it'll just automatically shoot for you. Yeah. Uh, and you get like a little pea shooter thing and um, try to go through that and there's like, learning what all these enemies do uh, really great platforming um, you also have like a jump and dash you can also do a parry uh, where you mm -hmm. see certain pink things in the world you can jump and then if you hit the if you jump again on them right on them you'll, you'll earn a uh, kind of like a power up I guess and you you earn these like cards uh, and they give you unlock like every time you, you earn a card, you earn cards as you do damage to enemies. You can do a special attack, like a power, a super power move. Um, okay, yeah, you, I haven't uh, quite figured that out yet. Yeah, I just it, got like my first I think power. It's B. Up. Um, okay, each well, each gun has their own too, and um, 
if you build up five of them, it does like this ultra power move. Oh, sweet. Uh, which I have never got to the point where like I've usually had to use them before I get to that point. Uh, but it took me like a half an hour to just get to that section. I got slowly better every time. And uh, But going to some of the boss battles, holy fucking shit, man. It is relentless it, and like, like just cool. Yeah. Um, so kind of the core story is like your Cuphead and you have your uh, <laughs> your brother or whatever. Was he like T? It's like a story of Pinocchio. When he goes... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. But uh, I, he has his brother. You can be your co-op partner, basically. If you play, you can play two players with this. Um, but you, like, your dad or somebody tells you, don't ever go to this area. And they actually this go there. bad place. People yeah. are doing drugs. They're, they're gambling. The other, side, stuff. the other side of the tracks is what they call it. Basically, yeah. It's like, um, it just reminds me of Pinocchio. Like, oh, okay. I like, we're, I like Pinocchio. It remind me of that. Okay. It's cool. Um, there was a Pinocchio guy, really. Um, <laughs> but, um... So they go on the other side of the tracks, they go to the casino, and they're, like, winning a bunch. And then the devil, who owns the casino, comes out and makes them a deal. Oh, Cuphead you... gets dollar signs and eyeballs. Yeah, he makes them, like, a deal. It's like, you can, have all the mo- you can have all the money in the casino if you win this game, or uh, otherwise, if you lose, I get your soul. Brother's he... Mughead, right? Mughead, that's what it is, Mughead. yeah. He's, he's the more, like, balanced guy. Yeah, he's, like, he's trying to stop it. him. Yeah. Don't. Uh, so Cuphead immediately grabs the dice, rolls him, <laughs> rolls Snake Eyes, loses. Snake Eyes. Uh, so basically the deal is like, uh, the devil tells them, uh, like, they don't take her, they was like, don't take our souls. And the devil makes some deals. Like, you go out there, they have these contracts for the souls that people owe me. You go out, beat these bosses and then I take their souls and I won't take your contracts out yeah. from there. Yeah. Uh, so you can go through and basically that's what you're doing when you beat these bosses and you beat the bosses and you take their souls. Um, that's all within like the first 30 seconds before you even play the game. Yeah. Really quick. So. Yeah. It's like that, yeah. Like everything about this game is snappy, except for the loading screen. Yeah, uh, certain ones. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but the boss battles are like, the, like you said, the, the style, the look, everything is incredibly strong. And that's the thing that brings it back. If this was like a generic looking game. I don't know if I would keep going back yeah. to it. But it, the, the style... difficulty alone wouldn't be enough. But it's like this, this, the style and the character and the heart that's in this game. Yeah, the music you can is feel great. It. You can fucking feel have you, it. Have you met, have you met Mr. Dice Man? No. Okay. I've met just, a strawberry that talked to me. Just go in the, when you meet Mr. Dice <laughs> that Man. That itself is fucking cool. You meet Mr. Dice Man. Listen to the music. I will. Uh, that's the best oh, part I of that game. I will. Um, but yeah, like they're all. Oh man, the boss battles are incredibly cool. Like I, I get lost a lot just looking in the background. And I'm, yeah, oh, shit, and like uh, little subtle things, like uh, just just like moving on the ground or like an enemy explodes, which isn't really subtle, I guess. But yeah. Like, what what happens though is like cool, like yeah. visually, like. Oh. And there's like there's a lot going on at all times. Like it's like that's what makes it so difficult. It's always constantly obstacles flying around, things flying at you. It's like dodging, trying to jump. It's that's why a bomb explosion in The Wind Waker is way cooler than a bomb explosion in Orkney of Time. Cause it's like cartoony, yeah, and like exaggerated, and like oh, it's fucking cool looking. Yeah. Uh, the the one downside though I did find is that so there is actually a simpler mode, not for running the levels, but for the boss battles. Oh, so, regular or they're standard and they're simpler. Simple. Yeah. Uh, and so I got frustrated with once, I'm like fuck it, I'm gonna put on sample simpler or whatever. I hope that you're lying. No, there is. Kidding. I, I did. Um, so <laughs> I, I went through and basically the the only thing different is you don't face like there's multiple phases of a boss fight. Mm-hmm. You don't face the final form and it's simpler. So oh. the difficulty is still there. You just don't fight the last section. Yeah. Um. So I actually beat one of the bosses, but you don't get the contract. Mm. So you can still progress through the game, but there's um, there's like three worlds, and there's like the final. There's I guess there's like a final world or something like that. Oh, I you cannot go to the final world if you haven't beat all the bosses on standard. 
basically it's just a way to like learn their style yeah and then you can go back and beat them get better at the game and and come back to it when you're better yeah so that's that's kind of i guess the one downside if like for someone like me that that it's not like the most patient person in the world when it comes to games uh i was kind of like ah man because it gets still challenging but yeah but you know you don't get the uh cred yeah (laughs) uh so, but no, it's it's incredibly charming and fun. And yeah. I'm going to go back to it and keep playing it uh, until I just get to a certain point where I can't beat it anymore or I finally beat it or uh, I break my controller on my TV. Uh, <laughs> whatever comes first. Um, the latter is probably going to be first. Um, but continuing on real quick, I have a couple other games I played. I, I picked up Picross S. Uh, it's a Picross game for the Switch. It's eight bucks. Uh, oh, nice. Picross, I don't know how much it was. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's uh, pretty cheap. Uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's Picross. Nothing super amazing. The, I think it's funny when like you make the design at the end. You're trying to guess the picture before it tells you. I'm like, is that that looks like testicles? Oh no, that's fried shrimp. Okay, that's fried shrimp. Um, so Justin and I were actually looking at the pictures before. I'm like, I beat beat all these puzzles. I'm like already <laughs> on forty. Yeah, it looks like testicle. I'm gonna show you after the game. It looks like testicles. Um, so um, I actually yeah, I'm like on forty two or forty three um, uh, level on uh, level forty two or forty three or whatever is our challenges whatever there's 150 in the game and then there's another like mega pick cross which i don't know what that is um but i'm going insanity must be uh must be like 100 by 100 or something like that uh, but that's no, fun it's great that's pick cross uh i i liked uh pokemon pick cross a long time ago i talked about the show i liked uh zelda zelda yeah twilight princess one was fun yeah first so, one i ever played only one i ever played oh okay yeah, and po- pokemon pick cross the first one i played i loved it a lot just the, like i said the free-to-play shit was what ruined it for me yeah, that was eight bucks for this. Way more puzzles on it. Uh, no bullshit free to play stuff. So I'm enjoying that quite a bit. And <laughs> last but not least, I played Life is Strange episode one uh, before the storm. Uh, so this is a I talked about Life is Strange back in the day. It was one of my honorable mentions for 2015 uh, game of the years. Really great game. Uh, really great story. Uh, so this one takes place three years, three and a half years. Actually, takes place on May seventh, two thousand ten. So when the first episode does, which uh, is important to me because that is uh, the year, uh, the, not the year, the day of my birth. Um, holy be thy name. Um, <laughs> so, well, it's the anniversary of my birth. Um, but anyways, so the first episode takes place on that day, and um, kind of what's going on. So in the in the original Life is Strange, is you have uh, you play as Max, who her power. She finds out on this episode, and the first episode, there's five episodes. That she can actually reverse time, but only like a few seconds, like a minute or two. Like, uh, and then the, the more main thing of the game is you have your, this friend of yours that you moved to Seattle, and then you came back to the small town in Oregon, and um, you find her. She's your best friend growing up, childhood best friend. Uh, she is basically like this uh, rebellious punk girl. She's got uh, blue hair, uh, does drugs. Uh, parties dropped out of school all this shit her dad died when she was younger she's never really recovered from it and uh her friend chloe is, is her name and uh basically the core thing of, and what's the movie what's that tv show you guys both like it had two seasons in the 90s twin peaks twin peaks yes, yes. people compare a lot to the twin peaks one because it takes oh. place in the pacific northwest and two kind of the, the main thing is uh chloe's new best friend at that point in time rachel ambers um uh is disappeared and kind of the one the, the main background on top of the just learning about these new powers you're a teenager going to school a lot of shady shit going on conspiracy things going on in the background uh and like all these weird things are happening in town there's snow uh the place never snows um uh, tornado shit like it's just weird 
weird shit happening. But there's a whole like there's a whole lot of levels of things going on. But the core thing really all ties back to is what happened to Rachel, and you eventually learn what happened to Rachel. And um, this, like I said, three three and a half years before that, um, in 2010 is when this takes place. Like I said, and you play as Chloe now, and this is before the blue hair. This is um, she's like uh, her mom has a new boyfriend. Uh, she's married to him in Life is Strange, but uh, he's kind of a douchey like uh, army guy, like <laughs> like always like respect me and kind of a hard ass kind of guy, lieutenant. Yeah, authoritative. Yeah, there you go, authoritative. And um, and this one like they just started dating and she's dealing with that. This is her first uh, boy, her mom's first boyfriend since her since um, her husband passed, and uh, she had no friends. She's like not going to school, uh, and she meets the most popular girl in school at a at a concert. She snuck into Rachel, and kind of the way they they um, they fill in the gap or fill in the place of like you no longer have the, the going back in time power and redoing conversations, redoing things. Uh, now they have like almost like a rap battle kind of thing, I guess. Best way to put it, where like you um like you go you like you go into a conversation tree and they'll say something to you and you come back with a joke or not really a joke but an insult and you basically <laughs> got like. You gotta fill up this bar before uh, basically come back with good, good insults before you come up with bad insults. So you come up with three before you come up with two bad ones, and you win, and it progresses, and you win the argument. It's kind of dumb, but it's whatever. <laughs> uh, it's definitely the weak point to me in the game. Not awful, but it's a weak point in the game. I think it doesn't. Uh, I think we're better just making it a normal uh, Telltale esque game. Don't have anything special about it like that because um, mm-hmm. it doesn't really work. Um, but it's cool going into it. Like you're learning more about her path. Like Chloe is, um, you already kind of knew why she was, but you're learning the backstory of why Rachel, because you never meet her in the original game, why she's so important. And uh, it, it basically the first episode is about their introduction and how they become friends. Um, is it better than the prequels? This is the prequel. Oh, the original prequels. Uh, well, there's three episodes actually. Uh, so far, episode one <laughs> is uh, way better than anything Star Wars prequels. Uh, sorry, you threw me off there. Um, <laughs> fuck you, Justin. <laughs> God damn. We had an Unraveled and a Star Wars prequel com- conversation in the same fucking show. This is my worst nightmare. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's totally way better. But yeah, no, so far, uh, like I said, I think it's 20 bucks if you want to buy the whole season right away. Otherwise, I think it's like, I don't know, I think like 10 bucks an episode. A little high. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure what the price is. It's between like six and ten. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, it's. Uh, I think it started off. Oh, I don't know about this, <laughs> but I think by the end of the episode, um, I, I'm I'm in for more. I'm happy um, cool. that they're the bringing back these characters because there's the Life of Strange sequel coming, but it's gonna be totally different characters, a whole new um, area. The only biggest downside to me. Is the fact that a lot of the voices they use in the in Life is Strange original um, are not back in this game because of the voice acting strike that happened, uh, unfortunately, uh, which is funny because actually some of the people that did the voice acting in the original game are actually writing for this game. Uh, the main girl that did Chloe um, uh, who, in the first game is actually one of the main writers on this game, but she can't, because of the strike, she couldn't do the voice acting. Wow. Uh, so that's the only downside is when you hear the voices are close. But it's kind of, it's like, okay. It's like uh, like Rob Williams being the genie. And then you watch it, the made-for-TV ones, and oh, they didn't want to spend the money. Sequel. And it's like, ah, he just and got a bad like, oh. uh, bad cover guy. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I, I'm happy. I love it. If you played Life is Strange, the original, I think you should definitely check this out. Um, and even if you haven't played Life is Strange, um, which it was free on PS Plus a couple months ago, I, I think uh, if you have it downloaded, you should check it out. And I think it's was free before that on Xbox One. Um, and the first episode is free as well. Uh, but even if you haven't played the original, you could play this. Um, and just like any other prequel, really, you, you, you might miss some tie-ins, like little, hey, remember this from the first game? Like, here's a little nod to it. Um, but you could you can check this out without playing the original game. But, uh, yeah, it's it's great. I'm, I'm happy. I'm enjoying it. Thumbs up. They said they're going to do, uh, they plan on, I think, all the episodes are going to come out, uh, like, eight to ten weeks apart. Um, and they're fairly long episodes, like three hours or so. Wow, so, nice. Uh, yeah, really good. Uh, that's what I've been playing this week. A uh, couple ups, a couple downs. Yeah. First, my anger with Cuphead. Um, <laughs> that's really the only down. Um, but Gables, it made my wallet. But Gables, um, what have you been playing, buddy? I have beaten Pokemon Gold. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. I am 26 minutes in in Pokemon Silver. <laughs> well, we got silver yeah. and gold. To be typically correct right oh. here, I have went through the Johto portions of Pokemon Gold. Um, I have went through this past week, and <laughs> I went through and I beat the rest of the gym leaders and stuff. What's kind of funny was uh, I ended up beating the entirety of Price's gym with just my Eevee. That was just kind of funny and out of nowhere. Because huh. uh, with Eevee, I was trying to evolve it into an Umbreon, but uh, yeah, the whole process was taking too long, to be perfectly honest. But I kept using moves like Mud Slap because during the first gym, you earn the TM Mud Slap, which decreases accuracy. And somehow I used that to my advantage to where not only did I take out bits of uh, the Price's gym, like around the 7th gym or something like that, but also for the 8th gym as well to actually nerf Claire's Kingdra. (laughs) Which, by the way, yeah, good luck with that fight, man. Claire's Kingdra is pretty damn, like... uh, difficult if you don't have a legitimate way to try to beat it (laughs) but going through my first challenge of the elite four i went through and tried using four different types of pokemon i managed to capture a teta ursa which teta ursa is this this normal type bear right it's basically a bear cub but uh i went through and i evolved it into ursa ring now, Ursa Ring is awesome for the fact that it has high attack. It can learn a bunch of different types of techniques. So, during that, I taught it a couple different moves. Let's see. I taught it Headbutt. Then, like, like just other types of powerful moves, too. I'm trying to remember things off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I'm starting to get a little bit tired. But, uh... I went I went all the way to around the fourth member of the Elite Four. I encountered Karen who is like a dark type trainer pretty much so I went through had a hard time against her Umbreon went through a couple of their other Pokemon which weren't that difficult but uh, facing off against her Gengar <laughs> well let's just say that Gengar loves the idea of uh, using Destiny Bond before you try to knock it out so I ended up going through and uh, using my Ursa Ring to take out the freaking uh, Gengar, only to have it Destiny Bond me and just take it out. It's like, oh, really? <laughs> but uh, I end up losing the first time trying to go through the Elite Four because of Karen's Houndoom. Level 47. 
It knows flamethrower and it knows crunch, which kind of decimated the remembrance of my party that I had there. However, during my second attempt, which I attempted today, I made sure to at least level up both my Zatu and my Ursa Ring to at least 42, 43. I went ahead and I had my Ampharos and uh, Typlosion go for level 40. And to make matters even better, I decided to teach him a little bit of different techniques. So, here's a good advice for you, Tyler. Once you get to Goldenrod City, purchase moves like Fire Punch and Thunder Punch. It will definitely okay. make your Typlosion better. So, I went ahead to Goldenrod City, and I purchased a couple of other TMs and stuff, and I taught Ampharos and Typlosion both Fire Punch and Thunder Punch. So, I go over there, and I go over to my other party members. I taught my Zatu, the move Attract, which you... It's the TM that you get after you defeat Whitney, the third gym leader. And uh, for Ursa Ring, I taught it Swagger, which is a move that confuses the opponent's Pokemon, but increases their attack. Earthquake, which you get in Victory Road and stuff once you go through and investigate things a little bit. It's one of the strongest ground-type moves in the game, and it basically has 100 power, 100% accuracy, and... Uh, Giving Ursaring a little bit of the soft sand in order to power up a little bit more. Yeah, it was definitely useful. It was definitely useful when I faced off against uh, Karen again. Because <laughs> I used a combination of uh, using like some uh, different moves on her Houndoom and uh, basically knocked it out with Earthquake. <laughs> well, it was like half health. But the real battle of it all was facing off against the champion Lance. So starting off, he's, he puts he brings out his Gyarados. So I lead off with Ampharos, knowing what he's going to go forth and lead with. Take it out. Next he goes through... Let's see, he goes through and sends out his Dragonite. Well, he, he has... I end up finding out he has three Dragonites on his team. All of which are like different levels. So one's like 47, the other one's probably like 48, and the last one's like about level 50. So I go through each one, and I use, like, a little elements of uh, my Zatu, using Future Side, and using the Track, and all this other stuff to try to immobilize his Dragonites. I beat all of them, basically, with the combination of uh, having my Ampharos, having my Zatu, and stuff like that. And then I get to his uh, Aerodactyl. My team is already almost decimated in and of itself. I knock out the Aerodactyls. Oh my god, I think I finally won this match. And it's like, nope, there's one more Pokemon that's left. And it's a Charizard. <laughs> so basically, I try to go through and try to beat his Charizard. Let's see, he takes out my Zatu with Flamethrower. He ends up knocking out, like, uh, my Ursa Ring and stuff. And I am just left with probably one of the more epic battles of this entire playthrough. My Typlosion versus his Charizard. So you basically have a battle between two fire starters from the previous generations. And I managed to take out the Charizard, like, after the Charizard uses Hyper Beam on me. So I'm already at, like, half health. And I use Thunder Punch to take out Lance's Charizard after about two hits. And I end up beating the game because of it. So, quite literally, if I would have missed that Thunder Punch, he would have knocked me out the next turn. <laughs> So, that was probably one of the more epic 
things that happened through my entire playthrough of Pokemon Gold. Up until that point, up until that point, the game hasn't really been so bad and stuff. As a matter of fact, I it's actually kind of a little bit tougher than what I remember it. Only because there are specific things that have happened that uh, kind of increase sort of the luck-based functions. Like, for instance, I'm encountering more critical hits inside this version of uh, Pokemon than I have previously, say, with, like, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow when I played through those. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty funny, like, just going through to uh, the champion stuff and having, like, my different Pokemon and all of a sudden having my Furret and my Tentacool that's on my team, like, acting as... Uh, users of HMs and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I've been in the game, but I've also, I'm going through little bits of the after game. So, now I have ten badges. I beat Erica in Kanto, at the Erica the Grass Gym Leader. Plus, I've defeated Janine, who is the Poison-type Gym Leader and stuff. And, uh, I have beefed up my Zatu. Now I know Psychic and Giga Drain. <laughs> Some of the best moves, but it's a kind of a pain in the ass because raising the Zatu and stuff, it's not a bad Pokemon, but it doesn't gain access to a lot of the powerful moves that it could use until after, until the after game, you know, which kind of sucks, but at the same time, I had a lot of adequate support through the team that I currently had, and basically, I wanted to try to finish up this game. Why not so because of, like, I don't like the game or something like that? It's just... I've spent so much time now playing a bunch of Pokemon games that I really feel like I want to play something else. <laughs> <laughs> so I end up beating the game in around 19 hours. Damn. <clears throat> nice. And I'm wow. still thinking about finishing the after game, which basically means me defeating all the Kanto gym leaders and then going to Mount Silver to face the final battle. So <laughs> that's pretty much all I've been playing for this week. Oh. Oh, that's cool, man. I'm glad you, uh, cool. surprised, you know, I'm not really surprised you beat it, but I'm surprised you beat it so fast. Uh, that's cool, though, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm not too far behind you. Uh, I've almost got to the part where I can get Pokeballs. Um, oh, I just want to say something real quick. Yeah. He's talking about the length of that game. Yes. I did notice when I beat Metroid, it was 12 hours and 4 minutes. Oh, wow. If anyone's curious. No, oh. uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. it was like longer than I thought it was going to be. I think we should make a rule that every game should have a timer in it. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. I think I think that should I mean, be law. It's interesting to know. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. I hate like eh, if I put five hours in a game, like I don't know, I put two hours in a game. That's why I missed. The, that's why kind of like the switch thing where it tells you like in five hour increments, like yeah, play for five hours, whatever. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, like, yeah. And also, I didn't real quick. Uh, next week when I play more, I uh, I'll talk about the SNES Classic. Okay. And I have played Star Fox Two. Oh god. And I bought um, <laughs> the. Uh, arcade archive, archives. Yeah, I saw that of yeah. uh, Mario, Mario Brothers. Brothers. Nice. So, I was going to say about that too. Cool. Interesting. I never actually played the arcade one, so I want to check it out. Yeah. Uh, very. It's cool. different. I will say that different so far than uh, what you're used to. Yeah, because I think it was like Super Mario All Star or something like that. Yeah, it was actually you know the Mario Three stuff yeah. because you could play basically. You could basically play a two-player game, but you had access to play that little mini-game to see who would, like, control what or, you know. So you couldn't randomly, yeah. like, switch characters. Basically how it worked was oh, if, yeah. say, player two or something like that were to, like, go through and, like, uh, to the starting point or something, then just press A, you could just basically have, like, a little mini-game between you and your friend and stuff to play the original Mario Brothers. That was an arcade game. 
Yep, that's right. That's where I played it. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've actually never played. I I played the NES Mario Brothers, but it's it's the physics are way different than this game. Yes, it is. It's way different. <laughs> I was like really, yeah. I'll talk about it next week. It's different. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I think that might wrap up the show for the week. Uh, one little more quick thing. Uh, before we get to the actual outro stuff, is Extra Life is coming up. It's that time of the year already, oh, yeah. guys. It is October. Uh, officially, it is two a.m. Um, on Sunday, October 1st here. It's right midnight now. here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we are officially in October, which means it is uh, get yourself prepared for Extra Life. Um, happy November 4th, 25 hours, because it takes place on Daylight Savings Time. Uh, Saturday, um, most people, usually the typical start, starting type is like is 9 o'clock your, your time. Um, so if we were playing right now, we still have seven more hours to go. Um <laughs> But yeah, I want to mention that is uh, extra-life.org. If you guys are curious about checking it out, uh, all the money we raise goes to Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. You get to pick the hospital inside of America. Uh, like uh, my, All the money I earn is going to Iowa City's Children's Hospital. And then uh, all the money that Gables raises is going to the Seattle Hospital. Yep. Um, so, uh, cool thing. If you guys want to help raise money for sick kids and uh, do some great things, uh Sign up, like I said, extra-life.org, or go to uh, someone's page that you know that might be doing it and donate to them or donate to us. I'm Tyler Courtney. That's Gabe Bagno. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go to those places and uh, help us raise money. Help those kids. Um, For sure. Yeah, five weeks out. I'm excited. Favorite, least favorite day of the year. Uh, But anyways, other than that, if you guys want to hear more from us, we have a Facebook page and group. It is Drunk Dash Nerds on there, so like and join us. On Twitter, we are at Drunk Nerds Pod. Uh, follow us on there. On YouTube, it is Drunk Nerds Podcast. Subscribe and like the videos. Podcast goes up on there. So if you put a nice little big like on it. And then also tell friends. That would be great too. Also tell our friends about the fact that we are on iTunes. Uh, Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Uh, give us a five-star review. And if you leave a nice little comment, greatly appreciate it. And if you leave a comment outside of the United States, let us know. Contact us. You can contact us on YouTube, Twitter, um, and Facebook and send us a message or whatever you want to do and let us know you did it I'll go out and find it and I'll shout you out in the show and last but not least we're on Twitch Drunk Nerds Podcast so follow us on there and send us a nice little friend request because we like friends friends are good uh, Burnett thank you guys so much for listening I was your host I was Tyler I was Justin and I have been Colonel Gables so until next week everyone please be safe please play plenty of games that you love and by all means, just have a fun time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do not uh, try to front flip off of a 20-foot wall into a tree. That's <laughs> uh, laying on the side with uh, roots sticking up in every direction. Oh, YouTube, YouTube clips it's are the best. Terrifying. It's terrifying. definitely do not so use create... a pogo stick in order to jump over a rail. Yeah. Uh, the one that launches you 12, 15 feet in the air. If you pizza time. when you're supposed to French fry, you're going to have a bad time. All right? That's that's the rules of life. Ooh, pizza and French fries sound good. No, they don't. Tots. Uh, I gotta go, uh, tots, you got me on. Tots, you got me on. Uh, I'm always down for tots. Uh, but anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you guys next week. Yep. Goodbye. Later. Bye, guys. Bye. Don't forget about DJ Hour. Good luck.
excuse me. You too many beers there. Anyways, we're on iTunes now, so go on there, check us out. And if you like us, leave us a review. And we'll even shout you out. And Jack will send you his credit card number. <laughs>